So funny story, I was going to do the intro because people really missed it, but I got a brand new laptop and that intro is gone. So I am going to have to re-record it. So here's your intro. Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serank, also known as the Squamish Medium. And I'm here to talk to you today about taking a break in your development practice and what it feels like to blend with the world of spirit. Enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to Spirit School, another week, another podcast episode. Today I really wanted to dig into one, what it actually feels like for a medium when you blend with spirit because when I was first starting to develop, I kept googling this kind of stuff. I'm like, does it feel like this for everybody? And nobody was really kind of talking about the little details. I'm a Virgo son, right? I need the details. So no one was talking about the details of what did it feel like for you. I was just looking for some normalcy, some uh, kind of like, you know, how do you say this? I was looking for somebody who was experiencing things like I experienced them. Still to this day, I'm not 100% if everybody feels it the same, but I wanted to put it out there because I know there's a lot of mediums who listen, um, how I experienced the blend with spirit. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about too was around taking breaks around development. Um, And if you're a service provider, you're a healer, taking breaks around not providing readings for a little while. But first and foremost, I wanted to provide the little personal update. Um, Thank you guys so much for the responses from the last podcast episode. I had a slight vulnerability hangover. I will not lie. Obviously, I try not to get that personal, but I was really feeling it. I'm glad I shared it. I heard from almost 100 people around the world, uh, people who cried along with me and definitely resonated with what I was saying. So that, again, just goes to show why I'm doing this podcast and I'm really glad that people kind of understood where I was coming from and a lot of people shared their own stories with me about quitting their jobs and pursuing their dreams no matter how scary it might appear. So just a small update, I did resign the next day after that podcast episode launched. My resignation was accepted and I'm just working out my final weeks right now and going into Squamish Medium full time. And I've joined the Soul Shine Astrology Mastermind. I'm very excited for that. Um, she's been a huge impact on me, um, Natalie from Soul Shine Astrology. I've had uh, career alchemy sessions with her. I've had just my own birth chart read by her. She's wonderful. Um, but I highly recommend, I have to give a shout out to Mystic Lynn's. I've had her on the podcast episode before. But if you are looking for an astrology reading, I can't speak highly enough about astrology. I truly think that there's no reading you could get that could be more accurate than an astrology reading. And her astrology readings are amazing. She helped me out of a real bind. I was borderlining a health crisis um, in the depths of my event planning and, you know, not sure that I want to be there if I want to do Squamish Medium full-time reached out to her just saying can you just pull a card for me and I've never asked friends to do this for me but I was feeling in an emotional jam and the girl came through like a 40 minute she had my chart saved from when she was on the podcast and she gave me this beautiful reading that 
got me out of a really dark place. And so I, you know, throw my hands up to Mystic Lynn's and I throw everyone to her who's looking to look at their chart and astrology. Maybe there's fears that come up in your life or uncertainties or, you know, isms that come up in your life and you don't have a source response to them. I highly recommend you look at your astrology chart um, and her readings are beautiful. So go look her up, Mystic Lynn's on uh, Instagram. I tag her on everything. So I'm sure she'll be easy to find. But uh, I did, you know, take some steps in my business. I am joining this mastermind. It's all for spiritual creative entrepreneurs. And I have my first digital project product launching next week on the full moon in Leo. Um, I'm not ready to talk about it quite yet, but it's all ready and I'm just kind of bundling it all together right now, but it's going to be something very cool that I'm going to put out there and hopefully people who listen may be encouraged to purchase as I transition to make this business and spiritual practice full time. Uh, Just throw that out there. You know, I found that my Chiron is in my seventh house in Taurus and what I found in my reading with Soul Shine Astrology actually was that that typically means that in a past life, I would have continually asked for what I needed in life and I would never get it. So this life, I have a hard time asking for what I need, which is completely true. That's where my wound is. That's where my, my wounded healer is in Chiron. And so I'm starting now to start asking for what I need. So there you go, facing some fears. So that's my personal update. My husband's super supportive. He's amazing. Um, I'm just trying to take care of myself now before my readings pick up again February 4th. And I'm fully booked until mid-March already, um, which is great. My business is always thriving. I'm very, very fortunate. So calendar's open mid-March onwards. I think I only have March up there now. And then I'm also going to be posting uh, some mentorship packages. Up till now, I've taken like one-off mentorship sessions, but I'm going to be moving um, starting mid-March onwards to just do them in three-month packages. So look on my Instagram at Squamish Medium for info on that. It's going to be a very fair price to start. Um, So get on if you have been interested at all in developing your intuitive abilities or mediumship abilities or you're practicing medium and you want to kind of like fine tune a certain area in your craft, then this would definitely be for you. So I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening to all that. And I kind of wanted to get on about what um, spirit feels like, because again, this is something that I was searching for really early on in my development. I couldn't find, I think back then, the only person really blogging in depth about mediumship was Amanda Lynette Meter. I'm sure if you're a budding medium and you Google shit, you would have come across her blog. Now she's kind of transitioned to selling stuff. Um, so her blog isn't as you know, I'm going to say this, I'm kind of bitchy, but it's not as interesting anymore because she's like selling hairbrushes and stuff like that on her blog now instead of the mediumship stuff. But she has a huge resource library on there of um, past articles that are really cool to read. Like I remember one time even Googling is spirit punishing me because I didn't feel them around me. And she had a blog article on that. And so it really gave me some reassurance and peace of mind. So I thank her for her blog and the work that she did early on. Uh, I discovered her in 2014. And I think she was just kind of starting out then, but a really helpful resource for me. So I've been mentoring a teenager uh, for, you know, half a year now. And so it's been a really eye-opening experience because I see 
pieces of her and me and her path will be very similar to mine and so I'm able to kind of share things at that very kind of like grassroots level if you will because sometimes you get along in your journey and you kind of forget what it was like early on and I never want to forget so I'm glad I have the blog I always talk about that I I captured all my experiences because I go back to it every once in a while I'm like yeah that was pretty cool and that was really magical and if that same thing happened to me now I would probably be like, hmm, that's super cool and move on. But back then it would bring me to tears. It would bring me to my knees. It was just like such a magical experience. So I will say that a really, okay, I'll get to that after. I'll tell you quickly what it feels like when spirit blends with me. So the art of mediumship is expanding your aura and calling with intention the spirit world to come meet you and their aura blending with yours. So it's really important to one, understand what your own energy feels like. So that's sitting in silence, that's sitting with yourself with no expectation. And that's kind of getting used to what your energy feels like it practicing, expanding your aura, contracting your aura, you know, putting a crystal maybe in front of you and practicing, you know, expanding your aura to the crystal and understanding where in your body you feel it differently which is a really good exercise for understanding your own energy versus other objects energies including humans and you do that with intention Um, and so what it feels like for me when the spirit world blends with me and this is they come from behind me so I feel immediately the blend on the back of my head um, a very concentrated area and it feels like a tickle it's like you know when um somebody like rubs your arm and your like crown kind of tickles your head kind of tickles that's exactly what it feels like it's a very blissful experience but it's very physical it just feels slowly like little fingers are rubbing my scalp and then that's when I know that they've connected and then as I go on in the reading because I'm focused on the person sitting in front of me as well And their psychic information is coming into my solar plexus, um, but it's more dense and it's more apparent. The spirit world is very gentle. And so you have to be really have heightened observancy and heightened um, awareness to be able to feel them in this way and in this strength. But psychically, the information comes from in front of me and it kind of like hits me in my solar plexus and in my heart. Um, While I'm doing my reading with the person, spirit then will, I don't know if they're actually shifting or just my awareness picks it up in different places, but then I feel that same tickling concentration on a small patch on my forearm and then a patch on my other forearm. And then that's just to let me know that they're there. Then I know the link has been made. I don't expect them to continue continue to um, give me those sensations to know that they're there with me. I have trust. Okay, spirit is here. I feel them even here with me now as I'm talking to you because I feel the top of my crown, um, the tingling, and then I also feel some heat along the back of my back. And that's always my sign that Skylar's here, my guide, and then my heart race picks up too. So I actually feel like I have a murmur and like my heart skips a beat. That's also what I feel when spirit's very much around. So as I go on in my reading, because I can hold a mediumship link for over 20 minutes now, um, you know, I work more in my clear cognizance. I work more in that just clear knowing. And then if I'm dealing with a loved one in spirit, they need to come a little bit closer. They need to work a lot harder to communicate with me. And that's where I'll feel on my physical body through my clairsentience. 
maybe how they passed as an example, they'll give me a pain in the back of my head. And I'm able now, like I couldn't a year ago, but now I can differentiate between my sign for I had depression or my sign for I had an aneurysm, but it's the same place in the back of my head. Then I get a pain on the side of my head, the right side of my head. If I'm dealing with a spirit who had situational depression, sometimes this could be leading to suicide. Sometimes this could be just, I was really down about something. That's my sign from them on that. I have on my left arm will go literally numb for two reasons. If I had a heart attack stroke is kind of like the aneurysm in the back of my head but a heart attack my arm will go completely numb and then my hands will go numb if I had mobility issues I don't know why they don't specifically show me my hands going numb when um, you know somebody has arthritis because that's what it makes reminds me of but it's literally like I used to be able to work on my hands and then I couldn't I lost that mobility so it's a very physical experience I'll also get pain across my chest also if I had a heart attack but more often if I had you know, pneumonia or um, lung cancer or breast cancer, I'll get that across my chest. Now the feeling is the same for all three, but what happens is the clairsentient ability of physically feeling that across my chest combined with my claircognizance of my knowing, more often than not, I'll be able to know that this is breast cancer um, rather than XXXX. And if I'm wrong, because sometimes I'm wrong, I just work it out with my client. I'm like, okay, well, they are making me feel things across my chest. And it could end up being something new that I hadn't experienced or I hadn't had a reference for saying, oh, they fell and they they fell and they they couldn't breathe I'm like okay that makes sense Um, and then I have to pick up new references now the thing is when you're first developing early on hearing that no and that you got it wrong will like cock block you (laughs) sorry for so much swearing in this podcast but you will like freeze and you will your energy will dip and you've lost your link with spirit because you're so in your head you're like oh my god I got this wrong but as you are progressing in your mediumship and providing more readings and understanding the world of spirit more you're able to skip over it and just like move on because the truth is we're playing a game of charades with the world of spirit we're never going to be 100% all the time like even Sean Leonard who again I repeat a million times he is the best medium you will ever see in your life and he has a show on APTN for us in Canada the Aboriginal People's Television Network coming up on February 20th I believe so you can see how amazing he is He gets names 100% of the time. He will get every name correct 100% of the time. But he sometimes stumbles on passings, sometimes stumbles on that clairsentience rather than the clairaudience. So I love to study other mediums because I love to see how they work. Um, But even the most amazing mediums are not 100% right all the time because If you are a practicing medium, you can feel how subtle the energies are connecting with spirit and how it could be easy to misinterpret maybe. So one time I had my arm go numb and I was like, oh, I feel like I have a heart attack. She's like, no, he didn't have a heart attack. And then then I felt into it a bit more. I'm like, okay, spirit, what is this? And then I told her, I said, I don't know how to describe this, but it's almost like it starts at the tip of my hands and then the numbness moves up my arm. And she freaked out. And this was like four years ago. This is probably my like second year of doing readings. And she was like, well, actually he was bit by something and that's how he died. He was poisoned, but it was on the tip of his finger all the way up his arm. So there's no way I could have gotten that. There's no way that this world of spirit can be like, hey, Danielle, I was bit by something and it poisoned my arm and that was you know unfortunately how I passed 
it, it doesn't work like that for whatever reason. I'm sure that there's a divine plan on why that is. So it is kind of like a game of charades. It is you just being open to receiving and continually going deeper. And the truth is, and it took me a long time to learn this, and I remind my students of this all the time, but when we're doing readings and we're communicating with spirit is a two-way communication. So, okay, you got it wrong. Typically, we freeze, we get into our heads, and we fall out of our power. But what we need to do is get curious with spirit. We need to ask them more questions. Like, okay, spirit, I got that wrong, or I misinterpreted that. Can you show me in another way? And just wait for like the next sign to come through. Don't be afraid to take a minute to kind of like catch your breath, maintain your power and start conversing with the world of spirit. So last night is a perfect example. I won't get into too many details, but I had a bit of an intense session um, and there was a lot of pressure on me. I felt a lot of pressure. Um, These are clients I've worked with for a very long time, uh, very regularly too, bi-weekly and I just knew that something had shifted and that the person, this was not going to be a typical session. This was not me coaching. This person actually needed inspiration more. So while I'm sitting in silence and, you know, they're in tears and they're a bit emotional, I just basically said to her, and I was communicating with the world of spirit in my mind at the time, and I was like, spirit, what can I say to help her? Like, I need to help this this beautiful soul. And... I kept hearing the word grace over and over and over again. I kept hearing grace, grace, grace. And so I said to her, after quite a bit of silence, spirit just wants you to know that they will gift you grace through this experience. Because even though I heard it clairaudiently, grace, I knew claircognizantly that the message attached to that grace was around that through what she's experiencing now, they will be providing her divine grace. And she started to get really emotional. She said, you know, Danielle, this is really interesting because I just made like a bejeweled t-shirt last week that said grace. I made it say grace. And I was really upset because I went through the wash and the G and the E washed off and now it says rack. (laughs) And we had a good laugh. And I said, well, you know, let that know that spirit saw your intention that you created through that t-shirt and that the imprint of the grace when you wore it is imprinted in your heart and soul. And you will get through this through grace. So that's just kind of like an example of... You know, sometimes I can get really uncomfortable in pretty intense situations. I avoid conflict. I'm a conflict avoider. Um, But this was an opportunity for me to just kind of like sit in the uncomfortableness. Um, Really unsure of how I should proceed with this session because it was very different from my other ones. And then I just went to spirit and I got curious. I said, spirit, what can I do right now? How can I serve you? How can I serve the soul? And they brought me something that totally turned the session around, totally lifted her spirit and made her feel seen and heard and connected. And it shifted the whole session from then on out. And by the time I left things were a lot more positive and you could feel the energy shift. So that's a comment. It's really important to not lose your power and keep the communication open with spirit. So the way that I describe, um, you know, spirit initially blending with me and those tickles that I feel, there's nothing that compares to this feeling. It's so hard to describe because it literally feels like you're touching heaven. And with the loved ones on the other side having to work a little bit harder than my guides and angels, um, you know, they, they bring me information through very physically. Now, I'm getting a lot more clairaudience lately because I put the intention out last year that I wanted to develop my clairaudience because after working with Sean Leonard for a year, I was like, dude, I need to start getting names. Like, 
show me what you showed this guy. And I am willing to open to Claire audience. And I have been practicing for a year and I've been very bold in that, but I have not been very successful. It, it's just, it's names are just like, they're not impossible because people get them. And I know that. And there's a block within me, a limited belief within me that is keeping me from getting them clearly. So this is not a fault of the world of spirit. Spirit always shows up whenever we're like missing something or whenever we're, you know, I'm not a medium who gets names or I'm not a medium who gets clairsentience. That's because it's a choice. It's a block within ourselves that we need to kind of unlock before that magic will come through. So I'm always willing to do the work continually doing the work because that's a goal of mine as a medium. I want to be a medium who's known for getting names and dates. So I feel like I those would come through clairaudiently. Um, but maybe I should start working clairvoyantly and like throwing a calendar in my mind's eye and saying, okay, spirit, show me a date. Flip through the calendar. I know one technique on names that a teacher gave me very early on was having like a Rolodex of the alphabet letters um, in front of me and kind of scanning through them like in my mind's eye I'm talking about and so stops on L okay L Laura Laurel like then you could start kind of sounding out what you pick up um, so I kind of just wanted to experience that now something else I really wanted to talk about because this came up in our session last night too and it could be quite scary because a lot of people who are laying in bed have phenomenons and experiences that they think that they're being like possessed or haunted. I hear this all the time. Trust me, I get all sorts of emails. <laughs> and this one's very common. Now, and then you also have like these scary falling dreams. So when we rest at night, that's the most vulnerable state that we can be in as a human being. And so our body rests, but our soul doesn't just like sit within ourselves. Our soul goes and wanders. It goes home. It reconnects with our guides. It reconnects with our angels. It reconnects with our loved ones, maybe some pets who have passed. But when we come back into ourselves that's when we have those falling dreams that's sometimes when we can have those paralysis so our body will wake up but we can't move and the sensation that we often hear is that there was something sitting on my chest now that is so common it's not even funny but what that sensation is is our soul our spirit reconnecting with our body so my dream of reconnecting with my body is tripping over a curb so it doesn't matter so what I'm doing in my dream all of a sudden I trip over a curb and my body jolts and that's my spirit reconnecting with my body so I wanted to differentiate that because a lot of people again will go to an external source that it was another spirit when it's actually in fact your own spirit so I don't know what I wasn't planning on saying that but somebody who's listening today needed to hear that so I'm sure I'll hear from you <laughs> at Squamish Medium on Instagram or squamishmediumicloud.com. But somebody needed to hear that. So so there we are. So that's all I'll talk about for feeling spirit right now. A lot of that was, again, through the clairsentience. Um, because when we're first starting out, we need that physical proof and evidence that they are here. So that's how they provide it with us. And when you're first developing... Um, you will feel them a lot more than when you move down the road. You feel them a lot less because they don't need to work as hard to connect with you and for you to believe that they're there. So if you want, because this is spirit school, if you want to experience this more, 
If you go to a group class or a group setting, you will feel it more because there's a collective power. If you go to a demonstration of mediumship or even an online development circle, the collective power, it will be easier to feel those sensations. But it's really good to practice sitting in the power on your own so that you can get used to your own body's energy. I tell you, you just focus on that one intention, just sit in silence for like five minutes every week, maybe just like once or twice a week, feel how your own energy body feels and then you'll start feeling spirit around you. You'll start feeling that subtle difference and then it will become more powerful. So that's that. Now the other thing I wanted to talk about in this episode was around taking breaks in your development and taking breaks in your practice. Now I see a lot of posts come up around this and you know people don't write reach out to me too much about this but I see a common theme in different like boards that I'm on message boards or uh, Facebook groups and when I first started um, developing and practicing as a medium in 2013 and then really opening my practice in 2016 I was scared to take like even a couple days off like I felt like I would be disconnected Um, or I would be showing the world a spirit that I wasn't dedicated if I wasn't providing readings all the time. And then if I took a week off, I would be like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, will this still work? And it was crazy. I put myself through so much mental anguish going through this cycle. And I would keep going and keep going and keep going. And then I found after a few years that After a while, every, so my personal cycle is every August and December, my readings kind of like fall flat. It's like my energy is either like taxed out or I just need a break. Like I just need a break to do something a little bit differently. So starting in 2017, I started taking December and August off from doing readings and doing something completely different. So, you know, this December I had my event, so that was different. Um, wasn't very focused on spiritual things after solstice until February 4th. That's the break I just took, though I am still mentoring my, you know, very committed clients. Um, and that's more mentorship, not so much readings. But here's what happens. One, every time I take a break, Every single time I take a break, whether it's a week, two weeks, a month or more, I've taken up to six months before because I almost died in 2016, as you know, and so I had to take a six month break. But every time I take a break and I come back, I am a way better medium. I am a way better psychic, like super clear and it's actually easier. And I feel like it's because... You know, the world of spirit wants us to have a human experience too and like live life and focus on our marriages and focus on our friendships and focus on filling our cup and rejuvenating and taking care of ourselves and reading books and watching shows that are not spiritually related. And there's something around our spirits just kind of like giving like giving ourselves a little bit of a break and we can call that integration time. It's like almost like just like integrating everything we just experienced, everything we just learned, like a sponge letting it like seep between the layers um, without any intention or expectations and just like focusing on a different area of life. And then when you come back, it's like the integration worked and you're able to work a lot easier and you're able to recall a lot more things like I think the past three days I've been called to do um, psychic and mediumship things on a whim 
you know, and it's come so easily. Like I was in my minivan and I had somebody reach out to me because they had a very sudden passing in their family. And I would never do readings in that situation because I'd be like, no, I need to like sit in my sacred space. I need to like open up, set my intentions. But I could feel this lady's pain. I could feel her pull and I never do this. So please don't message me with this kind of stuff. But I also know this person um, as well personally. So I put on my headset. My kid was in the back of the minivan, like listening to their silly show. And I just gave her like a seven minute, like this is what I felt. I had so many details. I knew an object exactly that this person had. Um, I was able to like pass along who they were with and a lot of information. It was just like super accurate and it helped them in that moment. And I'm not saying like all readings aren't like that, but what I was surprised was that after a break, not needing to warm up, not needing to like, you know, step into my meditation practice again or clear my chakras or, you know, set that like intention, it worked. It worked just as good as it worked any other time. And I'm not trying to deter people from having sacred practices because I think that there's a ton of potency that comes out of anchoring yourself in a spiritual development practice and intention um, and ritual and ceremony. I love that kind of stuff. But I was shocked and it made me feel like, wow, like I feel like everything's so clear right now because I just gave my spirit and my my body my mind a break from this work for a little while so I'm really excited to step into my session starting February 4th again because yeah I just feel like it's there I'm like I I integrated like some shifts happened spirit knows I'm 100% all in now like let's do this let's you know I always say like I just want to serve and I really want to leave this world in a better place than I arrived in and so how can I do that through my sessions how can I do that through Instagram how can I do that through this podcast like use me and yeah I just kind of wanted to to sum that up by saying don't be afraid to take breaks don't be afraid of being punished or being disconnected because you're not focused or interested on spiritual things for a little while really see those times as integration times and just trust that the second you pick up your tarot deck or your oracle deck or you book a call or you step back into a development circle you'll be fine And everything will pick up exactly where you left off, but even stronger. So give yourself a little break there. I'm saving you about two years of anguish that I experienced, hopefully, um, with sharing that learning and lesson. But hopefully it's helpful for you guys. So... So that's all I wanted to talk about today. Thank you for tuning in. Please leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. Um, Please just take a quick second and give it a five-star rating and maybe even a personal review. Um, It really helps other people find it. I I noticed now that viewership or listenership has really picked up. You know, for people out there wanting to start a podcast, I highly recommend it. It's really helped me step find my voice. Um, because I didn't really advertise that I had a podcast for the first five months because I'm kind of a chicken shit sometimes. It took me about six months to get my first thousand downloads. Um, and then it only took about six months more to get like 12,000 more downloads. So it's really picking up. I'm getting a few hundred a day now, which is really cool. Um, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very 
excited about that so you know it's definitely because you guys are sharing it out there and I thank you for that and if you do tag me on Squamish Medium I or Squamish Medium on Instagram but also like leave a review because it bumps things up in the charts and more people can find this magical podcast all right have a good day and I have some really exciting interviews coming up I'm interviewing one of my business coaches um, Jacqueline Shaw of the Wild Femme to talk about pricing yourself in spiritual work um, and why that's such a hang-up for so many of us. I have my end-of-life doula teacher Tracy coming on to talk about bedside phenomenon, um, regrets of the dying, needs of the dying, and kind of the whole work of the death doula um, field. So she's coming on. And then I also have this girl that I was in a development circle with, alongside with for four years. Her name's Nicole Newman. And she has a fascinating development journey. I've always been fascinated with her life. Like she goes to California. She goes to Arthur Finley College. She goes to Ireland. She goes everywhere to, to learn and absorb about mediumship and now she opened up her own studio called love of every kind in white rock you have to check it out if you're in the lower mainland because she always has teachers there she always has demonstrations going circles um it's a really cool studio so go check her out but i'm going to interview her because i'm fascinated one how much have you spent on your development Two, like where is all the places you've been who's the coolest teacher like what's the best lesson you've learned who's the best medium you've seen I want to ask her all these questions because she has seen so much um, so those are all interviews coming up on the podcast so look for those and we'll check you later